Hi, I'm Chris, and welcome to the Movies and Munchies podcast. In each review, I'll give you spoiler-free thoughts about the film and let you know if it's worth your hard-earned cash. I'll also tell you how family-friendly it is, just in case that's of interest to you. Again, thanks for tuning in to this episode. Teen angst, love, sex, and drama. Well, if that sounds like a John Green novel, it is. Looking for Alaska is the new series on Hulu based on the novel by the same name. What if you're not an angsty teen? Can you still enjoy the series? Oh, and beware of feral swans. Charlie Plummer plays a young man who goes off to this wilderness boarding school and ends up making friends and finding love. This series is a flashback from an event, and as each episode progresses, it gets us closer and closer to what happened. You might think just based on the title of this, Looking for Alaska, that it's really a mystery, but it's not too much. I mean, there's a little bit of mystery involved, at least on our part as viewers, just to try and figure out what's going on, what is that event that happened at the beginning, and how does that play into everything that we're seeing? But really, it's more of a drama than anything else. Along with Charlie Plummer, we have Kristen Froseth, Denny Love, Jay Lee, and Timothy Simons as stars. While each actor brings wonderful nuances to each character, I felt that the standout was really Denny Love. He's wildly intelligent, crazy intense, and wickedly loyal. But I guess you could say that for all of the characters. But I just really liked him and appreciated his performance because of the confidence I think that he brings amidst his social awkwardness. I mean, he plays right through it, doesn't doesn't even bother him that he might be perceived as a little bit weird and just keeps going for it. But in all actuality, he's not weird at all. I mean, he's he's very well grounded. It's just if you look at it in the social circle of high school, then yeah, he's kind of an oddball. Now, yes, this series does have a lot of drama, but it does ring true, even if that truth is amplified a bit for the screen. We get to watch the characters navigate friendships and love, and I volunteer with teenagers on a weekly basis. And let me tell you, they run the gamut of emotions, sometimes within spans of minutes. That's why I can say this series does have a sense of truth to it, that it just it feels genuine. But I do know also and acknowledge that it is just kind of blown up a little bit. It is made a little larger than life so that we're sucked in more because, you know, we all live with drama every day and why in the world would you want to watch that? But then again, we also like a train wreck or a car crash. And so we are just like, can't get enough of that, right? I know you rubberneck. Everybody does. That's why there's traffic. But it's not all angsty teen drama. There is some good humor involved in this, especially as the kids pull pranks on their rival peers. Now, some of the pranks that they pull are mean, but some, I mean, you want to stand up and applaud because of how genius they are. When I first started watching this series, I thought it smacked of Paper Towns, which is another novel of John Green's that was made into a movie. And at first it was disappointing to me, like, oh, I hope it doesn't go down this exact same path because some of the circumstances felt similar. But as it turns out, they're wildly different. And so that was a relief to me. And I'm glad because they, they while they shared like certain generalities, they definitely twinged at, or twained, twained, that's the better word, along the story. Now, I am not what you'd consider a John Green super fan either. I mean, I really like The Fault in Our Stars, but aside from that and Paper Towns, I couldn't tell you what else he's written unless I looked it up. And so I didn't watch Looking for Alaska based on the fact that it was 
part of a John Green novel or from a John Green novel. But that being said, if you are a fan of his work, then this is probably very intriguing to you and you're definitely, I would think, gonna watch. The performances are full of heart and the pace didn't drag. Now the series has eight episodes and each of them are about an hour long, so it would really kill a day but it's also kind of worth the binge. Now, while this does have a melancholy feel to it, it is pretty balanced with humor and just lightheartedness as well. So it's not gonna leave you just sitting in the bell jar. Outside of John Green fans, romantics, and people that enjoy a good drama will probably also really enjoy this series. And yes, it is aimed at the young adult market, but I'm clearly not a young adult, as evidenced by the grayness in my beard. And so, you know, I, I found enjoyment in it. I was sucked into it. I thought the performances were outstanding. I mean, the, the, the actors did a phenomenal job in their roles and were very convincing. And I think regardless of your age, you can enjoy it. I looked it up on IMDb and it makes it seem like there could be a season two, but honestly, the series wraps up really nicely and cleanly and I can't imagine where they would go with a season two and even why they would do a season two. There is sex, brief nudity, lots of profanity, smoking and drinking and some violence. I give Looking for Alaska four and a half out of five couches. Thanks for joining me on Movies and Munchies. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider subscribing and tell your friends. You can also watch my movie reviews on YouTube. Just click the link in the podcast description or search Movies and Munchies on YouTube. I'm Chris. This is Movies and Munchies. Thanks for couching with me.